what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. As long as you are the head of that church and stand behind that pulpit, you're to do what God says, and God showed him a tree. You are to preach the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ because that is the only thing that will heal the broken heart of mankind. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. If you have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me, please, to the Gospel according to St. Luke. The Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 4. Luke chapter 4, move down once again today, if you will, to verse 16. Luke 4, verse 16, And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and stood for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And I just want to stop right there and continue with the sevenfold purpose of Christ dealing today with the broken heart. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for His help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank You for this opportunity that You have given unto us to preach Your Word and to deliver Your Word. Lord, I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice today by radio. Lord, there are many needs and I only have words. Lord, without your spirit and without your anointing, those words will fall to the ground and be as nothing. But Lord, today I ask for the anointing of your spirit. Lord, to rest upon me. Lord, help me to rightly divide this word of truth and to present it in such a fashion, Lord, that needs will be met. For your people are broken hearted without you, Lord. And we need your touch today. Anoint your people to hear and receive of your word. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. And Amen. I want to take you back this morning to the very dawn of time. Adam stands as a statue in the garden of God. And God breathes into his nostrils the breath of life. Empowered by the Holy Spirit, enclosed in an array of light, because the Bible says that Adam was created in the image and the likeness of God. A man fully knowledgeable, 
so much knowledge there in that first man, Adam, that God was able to bring the animals to him and he was able to give them their names. A short time later, God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. And God reached in and took a rib from Adam's side and created a helpmeet for Adam. They were in a perfect environment, a cool 72 degrees every day. The humidity was perfect. No gnats, no weeds, beautiful place. Adam could just reach up and partake of any fruit that was in that garden. And one day they partook of the wrong tree. And everything changed. When Adam partook of that forbidden fruit, the Holy Spirit left. The one thing that empowered Adam in his life and living is now gone. And Adam is broken hearted inwardly. When Jesus said he has sent me to heal the broken hearted, he wasn't talking about the physical organ in your chest that pumps blood throughout the body, but he was talking about the seat of the emotions, the feelings, the passions, the heart, the, the soul and the spirit of the human being. When Adam partook of that tree, his heart was broken. The word broken means to be crushed. It means to be shattered beyond repair. It's a, it's a spiritual thing. And there, there's nothing in this world that can fix it. Only the Creator, God, can fix that broken heart. Only God can do it. Your psychiatrist can't do it. Your drugs can't do it. Alcohol can't do it. One relationship after the other cannot do it. But I'm here to tell you today, my God can do it. And He did it at Calvary's cross. And what He did at Calvary opened up the door for the Holy Spirit to come into our hearts and lives once again. Man's problem... It's an inward problem. But I want to take a minute and deal with externals. There are external things that causes your heart to be broken. Adam and Eve, after they sinned, God drove them out of the garden. They stand there that day looking at two cherubim with flaming swords blocking the way to paradise. No way to get back what they had. Adam lost it all. And there are people listening to me right now. You have lost everything and your heart is broken. Fifteen to twenty years. After the fall, Adam and Eve, their hearts would be broken. 
as they stand in front of the first casket in human history. Their son, Abel. Death breaks the heart. There's no pain in the world like losing a loved one. Death from natural causes is one thing, but having to deal with murder. And it was their other son, Cain, who had murdered his brother. And having to deal with, with that pain and that hurt in your own family. And it breaks their heart as they have to bury their son. Externals. External things that break your heart. A preacher friend of mine walked into the house just a short time ago. Found a letter laying there on the table. I don't love you anymore. I'm going with another man. Most of you in this place, you haven't had to deal with divorce, but Many of you by radio, you have, and it, and, it, and it hurts down on the inside when a marriage is broken. And then when there's children involved, mom and daddy's not together anymore. The pain that causes in the heart of that child. Word got out in the church. My preacher friend... He's no longer pastoring today. And I'm going to tell you why. Because of sorry, no good for nothing church members. Instead of standing beside this brother and helping him through this time, all they could do was kick him while he was down. And rumors were flying all around the church. It was so bad, he, he had to leave. He was forced to leave. But not only did he leave the church, he's left the ministry altogether. Let me tell you something today. They ain't a fire in hell hot enough for church members that gossip and call such garbage as that to go on in the church house. Unless repentance is forthcoming and you repent of that thing, you're going to bust hell wide open and there ain't a fire in hell hot enough for you. We're, we're supposed to love one another and help one another. We are members of the body of Christ. I mashed my finger the other day and it hurt. And the first thing I did, this hand reached over and grabbed a hold of it. As church members, that's what we're supposed to do. Is to reach out and grab a hold of that church member that is hurting. Well, they ain't been here a long time. They just come and go as they pray. It doesn't matter. God has placed in the church such as should be in the church. And we should love and help one another in their time of need. Instead of kicking them while they're down and, oh, well, they shouldn't have done what they did. Maybe you're right. But who made you the judge and the jury and the executioner? Let me tell you something. When such as that happens, 
same measure you meet will be measured to you. If you measure grace and mercy, when your time comes, and believe me, friend, there's not a one in this place, there's not a single one of you listening by radio today, sooner or later you're going to experience that broken heart. And you're going to wish somebody was there to console you and help you and give you words of comfort during that time. But if you measure out judgment, buddy, judgment is coming your way. Tragedies take place. Death. Future plans are destroyed every day. A young lady walks into the dress shop to pick up her wedding dress to be married in three days. Instead of wearing her wedding dress in three days, she was laying in a casket in her grave clothes. The broken heart Life comes at you hard. But I'm here to tell you today. Jesus said, I came to heal the broken hearted. That inward breaking of your heart that is caused by sin, Jesus can fix it. Jesus can heal it. One of the first Old Testament types what I'm talking about today is found in the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 15. The children of Israel, some two million of them, have just been delivered out of Egypt. They just crossed the Red Sea as the waters rolled back on each side and they went through on dry ground. The Bible tells us that they were following Moses and they went out into the wilderness three days journey. Moses was following God, that pillar of cloud by day and pillar of fire by night. Moses was following God and God led them out into the wilderness where there was no water. Let me tell you something. As a child of God, there are going to be times in your Christian experience where God will lead you into the wilderness. There was something in that wilderness that God wanted to show His people. A lesson that could not be learned any other way. And when God leads you into that spiritual wilderness, there's something there that God wants to show you. And it's this. God can prepare a way in the wilderness. You see, man's biggest problem is self-dependence. We're taught from a little bitty thing growing on up to feed ourselves, clothe ourselves, wash ourselves, go to school and get an education so that we can get a job and support ourselves. And, it's, and, and our whole life and living is all about me and how I can support myself and my family and me, me, me. It's all about me. But when you get saved, Jesus said, unless you become as a little child, you shall in no wise enter the kingdom. 
And a little child is dependent upon its parent. And it's the hardest thing for an adult to humble themselves down to such a place to where they trust God for everything. And unless you've been through that wilderness, you don't know how God can supply. But I'm here to tell you today. Let this backwoods country preacher tell you something today. I serve a God who can supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And you may find yourself in a wilderness today. But God can set a table in the wilderness. He can provide. God can make a way. The children of Israel, they've been in this wilderness, this desert for three days. Two million of them. That don't include the camels and the goats and the sheep and the cattle and all of their animals. They're thirsty. They're about to die of thirst. And they come to the top of a hill and they look down in the valley and they see this beautiful spring of water and everybody gets all excited. There's water in the distance and I can see it. There ain't nothing no worse. You just about see your way through something. You can see light at the end of the tunnel and something bops you upside the head and it ain't what you thought it was. Moses is walking down the hill trying to get to that water. He's over 80 some years old. And everybody just runs past him and they're, they're just jumping in this, this water. But it wasn't what they thought it was. It was the waters of Marah. The waters were bitter. And I'm trying to tell you today, there are things in life that will hit you hard, and it's, and it's bitter, it's hard to swallow. Does anybody in here know what I'm talking about? Have you ever been hit with something that was so hard, but there was no other way around it, but you had to swallow it? That was a hard pill to have to swallow. They get out of that water. They couldn't drink it. It wasn't what they thought it was. They begin to murmur against Moses. See, that's one of the big problems in the church world today. When things don't work out like you think it ought to work out, you begin to murmur. You begin to murmur against the preacher. They murmured against Moses. He was the leader. Murmuring. We wouldn't be in this financial mess we're in if that preacher hadn't been on radio spending all that money trying to save the world. Am I hitting home to anybody? If we hadn't bought that bus out there, we'd have plenty of money. We could fix our heating and air conditioning system. If we hadn't bought this, if we hadn't done that, if the preacher hadn't done so and so, murmuring, murmuring, murmuring. 
Instead of having faith and trust in God, I mean, they had seen some of the greatest miracles in the world, and all they can do is fuss and complain. Yep. Moses, it ain't changed. That broken heart is still here today, sitting in the pew, standing behind the pulpit, murmuring, complaining. And Moses went before God. Lord, I don't know what to do. These folks are about to kill me. Some of them's having a board meeting. I've already heard about the business meeting coming up. Lord, they're fixing to kick me out. Lord, you've got to do something. What do you want me to do? And the Bible says that God showed him a tree. Told him to take that tree. Cut it down. Cast it into those bitter waters. And the waters would be healed. That tree was a type of the cross of Christ. Are you listening to me today? Jesus said, He has sent me to heal the broken hearted. That bitter situation that you find yourself in. Some way or other, if you will apply the cross to that bitter situation, those waters will be made sweet. And Moses did what the Lord asked him to do. The Lord showed him a tree. Now I want to talk to some preachers for just a few minutes. There's only one solution for the bitter waters of Marah. There's only one solution for the broken heart of man. That is the cross of Christ. And regardless of what business meeting comes up, Regardless of what the board members say, regardless of what the people are doing, if they get up and leave, as long as you are the head of that church and stand behind that pulpit, you're to do what God says, and God showed him a tree. You are to preach the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, because that is the only thing that will heal the broken heart of mankind. Only Jesus can satisfy your soul. Only Jesus can heal that broken heart. He opened the door for the Holy Spirit to come into our hearts and lives. The heart of the church today is broken. And I'm going to tell you why it's broken. Because the Holy Spirit is not allowed to come inside the doors of that church. Because it doesn't fit with our tradition. It doesn't fit with our rituals. It's not on my bulletin. Let God the Holy Ghost have His way in your services. 
and there'll be life in your church. He can heal the brokenhearted situation that's in your life. He can heal that broken heart that's in the church. He did it. Threw him by the cross. I want to mention one last thing. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Healing takes time. Now, when Jesus walked on this earth, he touched people and they were healed instantly. And God can still do that today. He can touch people and heal people. He can heal the brokenhearted physically. Ain't I right? We've seen it. And spiritually, when a person accepts Christ as their Savior, the Holy Spirit comes inside. That broken heart is fixed, but life still comes at you hard. And there are bitter situations in life that have to be dealt with. Some way, fashion, or other. You've got to figure out how to apply the cross to your bitter situation. Because that is the only answer to the broken heart. And when it comes to some spiritual things, sometimes it takes time. It don't happen overnight. And you just need to understand that He sent me to heal the broken heart. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.